uh, in the book of Ezekiel. Uh, this morning, if you have your Bibles, the book of Ezekiel, uh, chapter 37, a piece of Scripture that has definitely been preached a few times. I guarantee you you've heard it. Ezekiel chapter 37, we'll start reading with verse 1. If you would, when you get to Ezekiel chapter 37, verse 1, if you would please stand uh, this morning to pay reverence to the reading of the Word of God. Ezekiel uh, chapter 37, the Word of God says this, And the hand of the Lord was upon me, and He carried me out in the Spirit of the Lord, and set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones. And caused me to pass by them round about, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Again he said unto me, Prophesy upon these bones, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. And I will lay sinews upon you, and will bring up flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and ye shall live, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied, as was I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise, and behold, a shaking, and the bones came together, bone to his bone. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came upon him, on them, and the skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. And he said unto me, Prophesy unto the Lord, prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, Thus saith the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied that he had commanded, and the breath came into them, and they lived, and stood up on their feet, an exceeding great army. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for letting us uh, come together here this morning. We thank you for the scripture that you've impressed upon our hearts this week, Lord, we we pray, Lord, that we can understand it. We pray, Lord, that we can expand upon it in a way that would be pleasing unto you. Continue to help us. Continue to guide us. Lord, I, I thank you for my home in heaven. Lord, I thank you for the many blessings uh, that you put in my life. And I, I thank you for the many blessings you put in this church. In Jesus' name I ask. Amen. You can be uh, seated uh, this morning. Now, in the book of Ezekiel here, uh, a lot of people kind of jokingly have said over the years, and I, I, I think about a lot of times where he's... Uh, pretty much called to preach to the worst congregation you could preach to. <laughs> He's got to preach and prophesy to a valley of dead bones. Uh, I can't really uh, imagine what's going through Ezekiel's mind when God brings him to this place uh, and he's showing him, as far as I can understand, this is sort of a vision that God's given him. This is a foretelling the, the future of the children of Israel. But, uh, man, Ezekiel's seen some really weird things going on right now. If, uh, we try to visualize this. A lot of us would, would probably think of some crazy movies we've seen or, or movies where skeletons or people or something like that, and they stand up, they become flesh. Uh, it really is amazing what Ezekiel saw here in the Valley of Dry Bones, but you know, uh, I believe that there are some things here that I, I believe each and every one of us see. And the biggest thing that I can get uh, from reading about Ezekiel in the Valley of Dry Bones is hopelessness. Uh, Ezekiel was presented something in a way that I think anybody here could understand. It was hopeless what God had showed him to do or what him to say and even what he had questioned him about it can these bones live it's up to you god and i think a lot of us need to realize that in our daily walks of life is that we 
we don't know and we can't control everything, but God can be in control and can help us. Now, at this time in history, Israel and Judah had both been ruined. Uh, Assyria had scattered Israel. Uh, Judah had been captured by Babylon. Isaiah and Jeremiah had already predicted the return of the Israelites, but they hadn't went to quite a a vivid showing of exactly what was going to happen with the children of Israel. It's a a picture, the Valley of Dry Bones is a picture of utter defeat. They were defeated. They were already dead, they were already gone, and they were, it says dry bones, it even says they were very dry, so uh, think of white bones laying on a hillside and getting life back out of that. Uh, that's, That's the sort of hopelessness Uh, that was going on. But I'm glad through the power of God's Word, we've seen winning. We've seen life brought back. It was through God's Word that all these things happened. Now, uh, this Scripture may not have any reference to the church, but I believe 100% uh, that we can apply this to the church. If the church is uh, a dry bones, or if uh, it is dead in so many ways, uh, uh, here one you can see a very easy solution to our problems by looking at this Scripture. And we look at this vision of Ezekiel and we see, a, a, first of all, the pitiful condition of a valley of dry bones. God is concerned for His people. God has always and will always be concerned for His people. That's one of the things that we have to know as God's children. God is concerned for His church. God is concerned for His followers. God is concerned for His children today. We are one of those people. God is concerned for us. And if we are not doing well, even if we are dead, valley of dry bones, He is concerned about where we are. It was a shame that the people in this valley of dry bones had got to the point where they were. The children of Israel, it was a real shame that the children of Israel had got to the point where they were a valley of dry bones. These were the, these were the people that walked through the wilderness, uh, went into the promised land, uh, had all these wonderful things going for them. Of course, they were in bondage for hundreds of years. Uh, of course, certain things happened to them, but they had been given so many things, been so blessed, uh, and they had failed so far. Do you not think that God is concerned for us? He hasn't given me manna from heaven. I haven't uh, walked up the porch at the house and found some food lately. God doesn't do that. That's what God did for the children of Israel. And they slowly fell away in so many ways. They became this valley of dry bones. Now, Ezekiel sees uh, the most tragic scene, I believe, that we we could ever understand. This is the most heartbreaking picture is seeing a valley of dry bones. It really is. And I'll, I'll say valley of dry bones a lot because that's what he saw. That's what he had to go out and preach to. That's what he prophesied to. That's what God showed him. And it's so heartbreaking to think about something that has so much life and so much activity, and now it has nothing. It's dead. Doing so well and flourishing, now it's dead. Now, it's not just dead with the body laying there. It's dead to the point it's rotten, it's went away, and there's white bones laying there. That's what Ezekiel was shown. Of course, uh, there's no tragic scene to help us understand this for, for our churches today and to help us understand exactly how we can apply this. Uh, but Ezekiel's heart bled for his people. It did. Ezekiel saw these bones in this nation. You know, Would it not stir our emotions? 
Do we not think that Ezekiel got emotional? We don't see it really highlighted in Scripture. But do you not think that Ezekiel felt within his heart, my goodness, my people. These are my people. As a church today, we, we should be able to look around and if we, we've got to this shape and this, this situation in our church and our lives and whatever, we should be able to look around and have emotions and be worried. And be wanting to do something. That's what we see. Ezekiel wanted to do something. Uh, By far, he desired, I'm sure that Ezekiel, I I believe that he wished and he prayed that there was something that he could do. When God showed him this vision, do we not think that he realized that this is his nation? This is is Israel? That they're dead? There is a valley full of dry bones? uh, And this symbolism is trying to show him that. Do you not think that he wanted something to do? That he wanted, but he was so far that do you think Ezekiel could do anything? No. Ezekiel could do nothing. It was white bones. It was dried up bones in a valley. We see a problem, and man, when when we feel powerless... We sometimes give up. There was nothing I can do. That's went so far, I cannot do anything for that situation. He felt powerless. And we must wait on the Lord to show us what to do. We must wait on the Lord and His power. We too are powerless. But I'm glad when we allow God to work through us, we can see life in the valley. We can see life where there was once deadness. The probing question in the Scripture this morning, we have to understand, the probing real question is, can these bones live? That's what God asked Ezekiel. Can these bones live? And I'd like to think that if I was Ezekiel, I'd, no. <laughs> no. From a human standpoint, no. Now, we, we, we look back in Scripture and we say, well, Jesus uh, uh, commanded this little child, this little girl, she said, well, she liveth, and they laughed at him. They laughed at him. But we see that she was just a body that had just passed away. We see a valley full of dry bones. This is even further than anything we could ever imagine with Jesus calling her uh, to, to raise. But can these bones live? Can these bones live? What a benefit. What's the benefit of a valley of dry bones? Well, I want you to realize something. Perhaps... Uh, There's hopelessness. It's also a little bit foolish to waste one's time trying to do something with a valley full of dry bones. Uh, Perhaps he started to leave. You ever thought about that? When Ezekiel was showed this vision, he was brought up into this place, and God showed him a valley full of dry bones. And God said to him, can these bones live? Do you think you'd want to stick around for that? We're going to try to bring these bones back to life? Would we want to try that? Does that sound hard? Yeah, for man, it's real hard, okay? I can't go out to no graveyard and pick up no bones and bring anybody back to life. I can't call anybody from the dead. I, I don't, we don't have these powers today. And we, we say, where, where are we going with this, God? And God can say to us as we're leaving, where are you going? We've got things to do. As we, we realize that we don't need to leave, and we've got somewhere that, uh, in so many ways, Ezekiel says, i got somewhere I can go preach and they'll listen. He says, I need you to preach right here, even though nobody's going to listen. This is a valley full of dry bones. Many times, I have felt like giving up throughout my ministry. It didn't take long, probably after my first or second message. (laughs) I said, 
I don't need to do this no more. That's silly. Why would I do that? And I'm not calling this church a valley full of dry bones. I'm not calling any church I've ever been at a valley full of dry bones. But if we look at how the church reacts and how the church listens, uh, uh, sometimes we can look at this scripture and think, are we alive or are we well? Many times. Now, can lifeless bones bring glory to God? Nope. Lifeless bones cannot bring glory to God. You say, Zach, why, why can't you say that? He says, well, uh, there's a reason something needs to be done here. God's people should be full of life. God's people should be full of life, enthusiastically involved in the work of God. Enthusiastically. I'll say that again. Enthusiastically. What does that mean? You're excited to want to work for God. You have some life in you that you can wake up. And want to do things for God and be happy and be glad. Our lives are to bring glory to God. We've talked about that quite a bit the last couple of months. Bringing glory to God. Now, these dead bones ain't going to do it. And can the world around us be helped or blessed by a valley full of dry bones? No. It's not. The question and this answer is no. Can a deadless, lifeless person do anything? No. There's dead bones in the churches. There is. Say, Zach, what are dead bones? People that aren't faithful to pray. People that aren't faithful to study. People that aren't faithful to give. People that aren't faithful to come in and love. People that aren't faithful to show up. People that are not faithful to do a lot of the things in the church. Those are dead bones in the church. They are. I don't care how you want to analyze it. Those are parts of dead bones in the churches. And these are all signs of spiritual deadness. They are. If I decided not to do certain things, if I decided not to pray all week, not to study all week, and I showed up here completely unprepared with no message, would y'all keep me around very long? Probably not. Say, hey, we might keep you around. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> You're just trying to be nice. If I showed up and goofing off, didn't study. If we had people that didn't study, didn't have people who had some songs to sing, that nobody knew how to do it, just give up. Would that work? Would y'all even come? Let me ask y'all that. Would you even come? I hope you wouldn't. Valley full of dry bones. Now, I've known some godly Christians that fell prey to sin. I've known godly people that followed God, that preached the Word, that have fell short time and time again. But I know those people that have defeated sin and claimed the name of Jesus Christ. But I do know people that has fell into sin and never came back. They never came back. Those are dead bones. Those are dead bones. Now, I believe there's a valley of dry bones in a Christian's life. I do. I believe in a dry place that's full of dead bones. I believe there's no joy. I believe that there is no fruit. I believe that there is no Christian here that should stay there. Y'all hear me today, church? None of you should stay in a place that you do not have fruit and you do not have joy. If you don't have either one of those, something needs to change in your life. And I hope that today can be the day that that changes. There needs to be a joy within us and a desire to serve the Lord. Now, if you have this condition, you know, what can we do about it? Is there any hope? 
Now, we just read some scripture that I hope shows you some hope in your lives. If you are a valley, uh, part of this valley of dry bones, we have the power of God's word. That when, when Ezekiel spoke, he said, oh, you dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. That's the first thing that he said, hear the word of the Lord. If you feel a little dry, like you ain't got no joy, if you ain't got no nothing, a go option about you, what, what do you need to do? You need to listen to the Word of God. Now, I'm not telling you to listen to me. I'm telling you to listen to the Word of God. Open up your Bibles, read it as much as you can, uh, listen to it as much as you can. I'm not the only preacher in this area. There's lots of people on the radio. There's people online constantly now since all this stuff has happened. Uh, you can hear and listen to the Word of God. You can there's no excuse hardly for anybody. So we see the oh ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. What does that mean? It means he preached. He got up and he preached what God told him to, when God told him to, to the people that God told him to preach to. Even though there was dead bones in a valley. The scripture teaches us uh, that the preaching of Jesus, even though it's foolishness, the Bible tells us, it is the means of the awakening. The preaching of the, of the Son of God, the preaching, the prophesying through man is what gives people life. It is what gives the awakening. It teaches us that when, when the, the means are used with them, God's ancient people shall stand up. They're going to stand up. Now, they may have let, been led back to the promised land. They planted their own land. They plucked up all their stuff. But not anymore. That got to a place where they couldn't do anything for themselves. But God's man stood up and he preached. In the book of Hebrews, excuse me, the book of Ephesians chapter 2, the Word of God quickens. It says in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1, And, and you he that hath quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins. And I'll say it again. And you he hath quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Ezekiel did not know what to do. He was told to preach what God said. God asked him, says, can these bones live? He looked at him and said, God, it's up to you. He said, you preach this. And that's what he did. He perhaps starts to leave and God says, well, there ain't no sense in leaving. We've got to get this done. In so many ways, uh, that's an easy way to get out of uh, following God. We get to a place that we don't feel like we're effective. Do you think Ezekiel felt effective on that, on that mountainside? No. Do you think I always feel effective with y'all? I'm sorry to hurt y'all's feelings. No. I know I always feel effective sometimes when I'm preaching to y'all. Uh, sometimes I don't always feel like everybody's getting everything I'm saying. Ezekiel surely did <laughs> Ezekiel was preaching to dead bones on a hillside that was white. Had no life in them. That's what God told him to do. I'm glad that God sends us places that sometimes we don't know why God sends us there. And we know within ourselves there's nothing that we can do, Lord. But there's plenty that the Lord can do. The bones must hear the Word of God. Y'all hear me today? The words must be heard by the bones. Praise the Lord. Ezekiel is the spokesman for God. He instructs the bones to hear the word. Hear ye the word. That's what he said. Listen to what I'm about to say. We must realize that whoever stands before us to teach, to preach, we are to listen to what saith the Lord. 
I'm not putting myself on a, on a pedestal saying that statement, but that is true. We have to listen. And if we don't listen and they're preaching hogwash and they're preaching a bunch of trash, you need to get you somebody else probably. But you need to be listening. For the work to be accomplished, the congregation must be attentive. You must be listening. Now, I'm not trying to beat y'all up. I'm just trying to tell you what I've, I've read here. You got to listen. They turn a deaf ear to God's message and they want to blame the preacher if the church doesn't grow. The success of the church is dependent upon who? The whole church. It ain't my job to grow this church. It ain't Vivian's job to grow. It ain't Max's job. It ain't anybody's job here that their job is to grow the church. It's all of our jobs to see souls saved. It is. It is our job as a body, I'll stress that, a body of believers. That's what we are. We're all important. We all maintain a certain thing within the church and the bones must believe and accept the Word. Ezekiel could only what? He could only preach the Word. That's all God gave him. God didn't say, uh, uh, snap your fingers, uh, uh, throw in a vent, uh, uh, do this. Uh, God gave him a Word and said, you say it. That's how he was going to do this. The results that followed was dependent upon who? The bones. It was dependent upon the hearers. It was dependent upon those people. Too often people tried to rechannel the message. Hey, I've been guilty of that now. Well, he's not preaching to me, he's preaching so and so. Ah, uh, that don't apply to me. I ain't going to listen to this son. He's preaching on some scripture. He's preaching on valley of dry bones. I ain't dead. That don't apply to me. Listen to me, church. The presence of the Lord. What happened when the presence of the Lord showed up? The Bible says that there was a noise and there was shaking. Now, that gives me goosebumps to think about uh, Ezekiel preaching on a hillside to a valley of full. I'm talking about bones laying on the ground. You just you got to get this visual now, church. There's not bones buried in the ground. He's not preaching to something he couldn't. He could see the death, the nothing, lifelessness, and he was preaching what God told him to. And the ground started to shake, uh, and there began to be a noise. I'm glad that when God shows up on the scene, sometimes it gets a little shaky, uh, sometimes it gets a little noisy, and what does that make me do in a valley full of dry bones? Uh, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> it ought to make you a little uncomfortable sometimes to come to church. So that preacher's preaching stuff, boy, I don't like it. Boy, they're teaching stuff in that Sunday school, I don't like that. Boy, they're singing songs, uh, Woo, that hurts my feelings. That's the way that really the church needs to be. There should be certain things within ourselves that when we preach the Word, uh, uh, too often we try to chant it to somewhere else. But there was noise and there was shaking. The Lord was allowed to move. Ain't it good when, when God can move? The Lord moved. And Ezekiel witnessed something wonderful. He did. He saw, he saw something strange, <laughs> no doubt. But it was very wonderful what he saw. He saw this wonderful thing and the word of the Lord was preached and the Lord moved and the congregation of the bones heard the word. And what did the bones do? They started to stand up. Bones started going to bones is what the word of God said. 
Bones went to bones. They stood up the sinews, which if you understand that, that's just the ligaments and the muscles and everything started just popping up on the bones. And then the flesh started to come up on the, on the muscles. And there was a valley full of people standing there. If I don't put a smile on y'all's face or something, y'all ain't listening. There was people standing there that there was a valley of dry bones standing there before. Praise the Lord. If that don't get a little bit of, of fire in you, if that don't get you started up, something's wrong. There was good things that happened in this valley. The Holy Spirit moved upon them. Ezekiel continued to preach. They stood up. My, whoa, I can't imagine what Ezekiel saw. A whole nation standing up and God told him there ain't no breath in him preach this and what did he do he preached it <laughs> praise the Lord breath came into him a whole army stood in that valley where there was once nothing there was a valley full of dry bones there was an army that was ready and able to fight if you feel like you are part of the bones, if you feel like something ain't right in your life, if you don't have that joy, if you don't have a, a so many things in your life, I'm glad today that the Word of God can bring you those things. The Word of God brings life. The church is dead, it ain't the preacher's fault. If the church is dead, it ain't somebody's fault. If the church is dead, it's the congregation as a whole. It's all of our fault. If we are a valley full of dry bones, we need the Word of God to give us life. So let's stop. Let's stop, church. Let's look, let's look at it. Who are we? Who are we this morning? Are we the bones? Are we the people that are alive? Are we the people that standing up that needs the Holy Ghost? Are we a people that d desire a Jesus Christ? Uh, have we been there? Are we there? Where are we at as people? I don't have to tell you where you are. We know. As a church, as God's people, uh, are you involved in the work of God? Are you excited to come to church? Are we satisfied to let the preacher uh, do certain things or, or, or to have work that's done? Do we find ourselves dead in a dry place? I'm glad that if you just let the breath of God, if you'll just let God take over, just start serving Him and say, Lord, just use me. <laughs> He'll use you. I said them words about six, seven years ago. Seven years ago now. And he used me. He ain't stopped. I'm glad that when we see this picture of dry bones, it's, it's obviously the whole house of Israel. Israel has, has, has went way downhill. Ezekiel seeing something in the future that he can see the children of Israel rise up. And I don't know, I, I, I don't even want to pretend to try to understand which vision that he saw and if it's happened or if it's going to happen or if it's going to... If it's already happened and something's already changed, I'm not going to try to decipher what this vision is that he saw. But I'd like to know that God had their salvation in view. He was concerned for his people. He's concerned for us today, church. He's concerned for me. He's concerned for you. He's concerned for our children. He's concerned for our families. 
He's concerned for the people that, that don't come into our church. He's concerned for the people that go out and work in the church. He is concerned. He is worried. And I, I, this, this dry bones here is also a picture of people that are lost. Did y'all hear me? It could also be the people that are lost. Many of them, they are dead in their sins. Perhaps you're one of them. I don't know. I don't know everybody's heart and everybody's... I don't know if you're saved or not. But I'm glad that God does and God's concerned. I want you to know right now that Jesus can save you today. He can. Jesus can save you today. If you are a valley full of dry bones and you don't feel like you've done anything, you don't have joy, you don't have a purpose in your life, something is missing, the missing part is Jesus. That's what's missing. Jesus can save you today right where you are. You don't have to go anywhere. Jesus will come to you. You can come down to an altar, but He'll come to you first. I'm glad that God loves us enough that He sent His only begotten Son to die for us so we could live. And you might be concerned for your loved ones that are lost and you think they're hard cases. And I, I, I have people in my life that I, I look at and say, that's a hard case. I said, that's going to be a tough one to crack. Ezekiel had to preach to a valley full of dry bones, folks. He had to go out and preach to... <laughs> it would not never listen if it wouldn't have been God on his side. We can do all we want to, but I'm glad nothing's in our power. Ezekiel could have got up on that hillside as soon as he saw it and tried to preach what he wanted and it would have never worked. But he preached what God told him, which was real simple. I'm going to ask him to get a verse of some song ready this morning. I'll ask the church, Son of man, can these bones live? Yes, yes, the bones can live. If you are dead, if you know somebody that is dead as spiritually, they can live. It is a yes all day long. The dry bones in this picture are the dried up Christians. They picture themselves uh, uh, doing certain things. Or they, they, is this a picture of you? Is this a picture of what you look like? Are you a valley full of dry bones? Or are you the ones that stood up ready to go? To experience the joy of salvation once again. I want you to know something, folks. There ain't no better feeling in your life than to have life within you. That old valley full of dry bones was doing nothing. Doing nothing, wasting away. Eventually they turned to dust and they'd be gone. But there were still bones there. Church, if you hear at church this morning, there's still a little bit of something left in you. And I'm glad that God can give us life. He is concerned enough that He loves you. As we stand, what page you got, sister? 157. Page 157.